It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, D.C.? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Wizards with SB Nation's Bolts Forever writer, Ben Mahich, and myself, Anthony Citadino. We're your hosts, and you are now Locked On Wizards, where you get everything Wizards basketball go subscribe to the lockdown wizards podcast on the lockdown podcast network spotify apple music or wherever you may listen go throw us a follow on twitter at lockdown wizards we have a great show ahead of us and a ton to get into but first this episode is brought to you by built bar the tastiest healthy protein bar on the market ben will tell you everything you need to know about built bar later in the show but welcome back to lockdown wizards and happy monday ben and i would like to thank you for tuning in Whenever you may be making this podcast a part of your day, we hope that you have a you had a great weekend. And while doing so, tuned into some Wizards hoops. Huge weekend for the Washington Wizards as they continued their win streak in Portland Saturday night with a win, one eighteen to one eleven. Big big win, four game win streak. Ben, this was one of the Wizards' best games of the season so far in my mind, and we have a ton to go over. Brad had another night that showed us why he's a top player in this league at all times. Russell Westbrook came out and showed the world that he's still the killer that he always has been. And Robin Lopez proved to us once again that we should go ahead and just rename this show to Lockdown Lopez. Ben, what a weekend, my friend. I, I, I hope you had... An unbelievable weekend. We have so much to get into. We got we got much more than that to talk about. We got to talk about Denny. We got to talk about um, Isak Manga. We got to talk about everything that we saw, everything peculiar that we saw. Scott Brooks as well. So first, first off, man, how are you? And and what did you think of our Wizards? What did you think of my boy Russ out there, huh? Anthony, I'm doing well. Wow. I mean, I was watching the game just expecting the normal thing to happen, and it never happened. It seems like we're living in a bizarro world. I was out on Russell Westbrook. I'll say it. Like I was done. My confidence in him was fading. He was shooting the worst percentages of his career. He's literally the least efficient player in the NBA. And he showed a sense of stubbornness recently. I mean, he was shooting kind of himself out of the game where he just kind of tried to show himself that he could hit the mid-range jump shot, that he could hit the three-point shot. But on Saturday, he started scaling it back again. And he he made his focus of the game to distribute. And he took a few mid-range jump shots here or there, but they were within the flow of the offense. He attacked the basket. And again, his real focus here was to kind of make sure that the offense was flowing, distributing the ball. He had 11 or 13 assists, seven turnovers there too. But still, he did it within the flow of the offense, 11 for 17 shooting. So Westbrook's best game of the season, I think. No doubt. This was the first game where Russell Westbrook's triple-double mattered. He was playing with with pace. He wasn't kind of out of control. His turnovers were all kind of within the flow of the offense. They weren't him chucking the ball in the stands. So kudos to Westbrook. Showed that 
he can reinvent himself. And the Wizards need him to play at this calm sort of style of basketball if they want to keep moving forward. Like you said, Brad Beal, 37 points, really not much else to say there. But the story of the game, you mentioned Robin Lopez. Locked on Lopez, 10 points, 11 rebounds off the bench. Um, his opponents went 0 for 14 against them. I want to ask you, Anthony, was this more of a statistical anomaly? Did you see Robin Lopez kind of kind of play to the level that the Wizards expected him to play once they gave him that that mid-level exception in the offseason or what? Is he are we getting like a, a good player here now? Robin Lopez showed the world what he's made of, Ben. And <laughs> and you and I, I mean, we're huge Robin Lopez fans, so we, we know we know what he's capable of, right? But no, Ben, all jokes aside, this guy absolutely crushed in his role. He was the main center. Obviously, Mo Wagner and Alex Lynn did not get too much playing time. And Robin Lopez showed how, I mean, he showed on every possession, it seemed, why, why he was out there. He showed the reason why he was brought to Washington. And we haven't seen this much. This was by far his best game in Washington so far through 27 games. And these numbers are kind of staggering to me. Lopez, Robin Lopez, he held Damian Lillard to 0 for 5 from the floor off of switches. He held all of his opponents to 0 for 14 from the floor. Now, Ben, you are one of these guys who is always, always chipping, chirping at our guy, Robin Lopez, for his defensive abilities. Against Portland Saturday, what did we think about him on the defensive end? Yes, you know, you know 11 and 10, that's great. That's awesome. But what he did to stop, what he did, what he did as a rib protector, what do you think of that? Honestly, really, really surprising one and astounding too. I mean, there were some plays there where he was just protecting the basket in ways that Tommy Shepard hoped that he would when he signed him. The verticality plays where he's going up and down, not necessarily blocking shots, but just straight up deflecting them, making it difficult for the offensive player. Those are the quote-unquote little things that Robin Lopez was supposed to do for this team when they signed him. Hadn't really done up until this game. He showed that he could be this team's best center with Thomas Robinson out because he can do these little things. And maybe maybe it was just a matter of him getting into shape. Maybe he's more comfortable playing off the bench. Maybe playing against the Portland Trailblazers, his former team, gave him a bit more motivation. Whatever the case may be. He showed that, you know what, he can be a contributing factor in this team because we do poke fun at him. Um, he's obviously, you know, he's, he's, a, he's an easy player to make fun of, and I think he'd acknowledge that too. He's a fun guy, um, and people recognize the sort of character that he's become. But as a basketball player, he was plus 25 on, on Saturday, and oh, yeah. every single minute that he played, those 28 minutes counted. And one of the funny wrinkles in this team's offense is they legitimately look for him. Like, he, he can score a bit. Uh, he takes advantage of his size. We forget, I mean, he's a skinny guy, but he's he's huge. He's he one is. of the bigger players in the league, and, and he knows how to use his size, and that's huge for the Wizards because some of these players can be docile, and, and Robin Lopez isn't one of those guys. So kudos to Robin, his best game of the year, and it's no surprise that it correlated to the Wizards, I think, best win of the season. And that's including those Brooklyn Nets teams because right. at, the, at the time that the Wizards beat them, the Nets were kind of struggling, still coming into their own. And this Blazers team had won six straight. Blazers has won six straight, and and Damian Lillard was obviously on an MVP type tear, and mm-hmm. for for them to contain him, look, he scored thirty five points, but it took him thirty shots. Exactly. So fantastic game for the Wizards all around defense, top to bottom, their best game of the year, four game win streak, and hopefully they can keep it rolling. Absolutely, Ben Robin Lopez, best night of the season so far. He also had eight screen assists as well, if that means anything to you. 
And yeah, man, the Wizards improved to 10 and 17. But before we get, before we go to the break, we need to talk more about our guy, Russ. We, we just need to. 27 points, 11 rebounds, 13 assists. Yes, seven turnovers. Um, not out of the norm there, but 11 for 17 from the floor only took one, three in the night. Ben over the past four games, Russell Westbrook has been averaging 13.7 points, 11.7 rebounds and 12.7 assists. And, um, yes, he shot over 64% from the floor Saturday night, his best shooting night of the season and, uh, moved into second place for most triple doubles in franchise history for the Wizards, which is that he's at eight now. He's chasing Daryl Walker, who has 15. Obviously not too much, but still, um, he's probably going to topple that and will have that record franchise-wise. Ben, through 20 games, Russell has played. After a game like this, what are your thoughts on him moving forward? What are your thoughts on him overall throughout the season? 10 and 17, two and a half games out of a out of a playoff spot right now. What are your thoughts, my friend? Yeah, if he played at this level all throughout the season, they wouldn't be 10 and 17. So it's imperative if the Wizards want to keep winning games and put themselves in playoff contention that he plays this way. The stats that you mentioned, the triple-double, that's all fine and dandy to me because that's what you're going to get with Westbrook. But how are you getting there? How are you getting your triple-double? Is it through... Um, an eight for 20 shooting with six, seven turnovers, and you're kind of burying the team offensively and really defensively because you're just inactive defensively or you're just chucking up bricks, for lack of a better term. But when you're playing composed the way Westbrook did on Saturday, um, playing within the flow of the offense, looking for his teammates, uh, running the offense in kind of like a Rondo-like way, he reminded me of Rondo in the way he played on Saturday in the sense that Although he scored 27 points, you can tell his primary objective wasn't to score. He was looking for Robin Lopez, Rui off cuts, Garrison Matthews off threes, and he really was composed. He wasn't driving to the basket aimlessly, throwing the ball out of bounds. So the Wizards need him to do this because at this point, Russell Westbrook will never be that MVP-type Westbrook. The Wizards don't need him to be that. And I think it's hard to – what what's discounted here is I imagine it's very hard for Westbrook to accept that, as it is for any athlete. You're 32 years old. You don't have the bounce that you did at 28 or whatever what he was when he won the when he won the MVP. Um, you know you're not going to be the first option in a good team anymore. All that stuff is hard to accept. But once Westbrook does accept it, like he did on Saturday, he's still an MVP or sorry, an all-star caliber player. Because you don't need to be an MVP to be a very good player in this league. And it's a tough pill to swallow for someone like Westbrook. But if he plays with this composed manner going forward, then the Wizards got a really, really good player. Not an MVP player, but still a really, really good difference-making type player. And, and, and again, kudos to Westbrook because you can tell he watched the game tape and, and he, he really picked the spots well. And, and, and uh, that's something that he hasn't done well throughout the course of his career. And, and maybe this is a sort of uh, change that he has to undergo to kind of, you know, prolong his career. Right, Ben. And those shots were falling for him. 11 for 17 um, usually isn't the night for him this year, but Hey, he said it in, in the, uh, the post game presser, you know, uh, he swore during it, but he said, Oh man, you know, I, I finally was hitting some shots. They were falling for him and thank God they were the wizards move on to a four game win streak. And guys, we got a whole lot more to talk about that, you know, about how great Washington was on the defensive end, more about Brad Rui and really, you know, I mean, we're going to get to some more Denny stuff, but first I want to tell you guys about bet online, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA couch hoops and the NHL are in full swing. 
BetOnline even covers even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and prop bet, bets on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the sports news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website to sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Go use the promo code Locked On. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're covering everything you need to know about the Washington Wizards, but what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with the Locked On Today podcast. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Go subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you may listen. Ben! My brother, it's it, it's a great Monday. I feel like I'm in such a great mood. And after the big win Saturday night in Portland, Russ was asked about Scott Brooks and how he has done so far this season with this with this group and how how they have struggled. And Russell Westbrook, he stated that Scott Brooks is not getting the credit that he deserves, and that he is doing a hell of a job. Ben, our job is to give our takes on the season at hand and what transpires over the course of the season. Throughout this season so far, I feel as though you may be one of the people that has not given Scott Brooks some of the credit he may deserve. So after four big wins, how do you think Scott Brooks has done as the head coach for the Washington Wizards after 27 games? Yeah, I have no issue giving credit when it's due. Obviously, they won four games, but what do you, what do we, first, there's so much to unpack here. All right, to comment on Russell Westbrook. Unpack it, unpack it, baby. <laughs> comment on Russell Westbrook's statement. He hasn't gotten credit that he deserves because he's done a hell of a job. His team is 10 and 17, and that's after a four-game win streak, which means that they entered at 6 and 17, right? This team has been last in the Eastern Conference, so what credit does he actually deserve? That's what, that's my question. Should he deserve credit for these wins? Of course. They're winning now. They're, they have four wins in a row, and the coach is a part of that. So good for Scott. That's, that's good, and this saved his job, I think, because if they kept losing, it's hard to imagine a situation where the Wizards wouldn't make a change. Right. So good for him. And I think Scott Brooks kind of said that, you know, they were due for a win streak. They're at, at, at their 6-17 and 17 points, Scott Brooks said, we're due for a hot streak. I, I'm a firm believer that we will go on the hot streak. And lo and behold, they are. So kudos to him. Maybe he understood that this team needed more time to, you know, gain their chemistry with all the COVID stuff going on, the injuries and whatnot. It was hard for them to find their chemistry and their flow. And you can tell they're, they're a good basketball team when they're hitting that flow and they're playing – uh, you know, freely. And I think that's that's a good thing for Scott Brooks because he needed these wins. So good was to Scott Brooks. Um, the rotations and stuff are still questionable. There's no doubt. We'll get into the Denny Avdia right. situation a little bit later. But um, look, when the team is winning games, what do we? you can't point the finger at a coach. So so good for him. And, and another thing I think where he deserves credit, other, other coaches would have lost the locker room by now. And I think there were questions about whether Scott Brooks lost the locker room earlier. Um, but this team clearly still Still cares. They won four in a row. Bradley Bill is having the best season of his career. Uh, Brew Hachimura is contributing, and we've seen veterans like Ish Smith and Robin Lopez still stay active 
which to me is a sign that they still care and they're listening to the coach. So kudos to Scott. I mean, he's a player's coach. That he, that's what he was billed as before the Wizards hired him. And and the players care about him. They like playing for him. Um, as a former player, I'm sure he can connect to them a lot easier. So that helped him save his job as well because other other coaches would have lost the locker room. So all in all, credit to Scott Brooks, of course, four, four in a row. But they got to do more. We can't stop here. We can't make him a, build him a statue outside a Capital One Arena because they're ten and seventeen. I know you want that. I'm not willing to do that. <laughs> I'm not willing to do that. So when we say like give give credit where it's due, sure. If you turn the season around and they make the playoffs and go on to win a series or two, cool. But if you're still if you're ten and seventeen and the team regresses and they're still playing poor defense, then I'm not sure any credits due. But I'll hold off on that because the four game win streak is obviously a positive, and, and Scott's a part of that. I hear you, Ben. And I like that you bring up the rotations. So, Scott, obviously, we've been seeing um, some of the same in not playing Troy Brown Jr. And we have been seeing this new type of, uh, you know, pattern that Denny Advia, his role has been really, you know, being diminished. Um, He played the the lowest amount of minutes that he's played all season, 11 minutes. He only got up one shot. And, um, yeah, he didn't see the floor that much. Davis Bertans saw a lot of time. And did not shoot the ball particularly well. He's still on that inconsistent type of uh, bubble to hear. He got 34 minutes and and he went two for eight from behind three-point land, Ben. But the Wizards were still in a position at that comfy rate at the end of the fourth quarter. They they closed out the fourth quarter in great fashion. They played incredible defense and they scored the ball just fine. Um, I guess for you, do you... What what are your what are your takes from Scott sitting Denny more as they continue to win? Yeah, I think this is a thing that coaches tend to not well, some coaches at least tend to not trust rookies or very young players uh, at the early stages of their careers and, and lean on the veterans. And he clearly trusts Davis Bertans. He's had a, an amazing two games prior to Saturday. He was shooting eighty four percent from three in two games. He had thirty five. Five points in three minutes uh, recently. So he trusts Bertans. Uh, honestly, I didn't hate the East Bong random sort of spot minutes because early on in the game, the, the the Blazers were really taking advantage of the length. I mean, we saw like Derek Jones Jr. go in there and make a difference. They were struggling to contain Gary Trent. Ennis Cantor came in and had like 10 points and four rebounds in the first quarter. So they were having a hard time uh, kind of mixing it up there getting their ball, getting their hands on the balls. And uh, Isak Bonga is a guy who's, you know, one of the longer players on the team, obviously known for his defense. And uh, so I didn't mind it. You know, five minutes, you know, give or take five minutes or whatever. But I I like the fact that they they tried that. But before we get into Denny Avdia's minutes, what I think is the most important uh, thing to talk about here with regards to rotation, I want to let you guys know about Built Bar. Anthony just got his shipment of Built Bar, as he called it, the most delicious protein bar on the planet um, i think his girlfriend julia would attest to it too but i will let you guys know that Joe bar has made a huge difference in my life not only is it full of protein it's low calorie high protein high fiber low sugar it is full of protein and it's healthy and it's indulgent and if you go to builtbar.com and enter the promo code locked on you'll get 20 percent off your first order that's builtbar.com type in locked on and get 20 percent off your next order The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. 
Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Listen to Locked On NBA on Mondays. Josh Lloyd, host of our wildly popular Locked On Fantasy Basketball, takes you around the NBA's major headlines with the help of our local experts. Subscribe to Locked On NBA Podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts. As Anthony mentioned earlier, and first off, I got to shout out our Israeli listeners and everyone from the Holy Land. We got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of new listeners. We might as well rename this to Locked On Denny because that's how much love you guys have given us. Honestly, guys, we appreciate you listening. Um, We don't know when you're listening. I'm sure it's uh, at random hours of the day, given the time difference, but we really appreciate it. Um, We've enjoyed covering Denny and we'll obviously keep doing that going forward. But you, know, you played 11 minutes, like you said, on Saturday night. Um, it's been a kind of a declining role, as you mentioned. 11 minutes, he made a difference rebounding-wise. He only took one shot. Anthony, I'm worried here, man. I'm worried. I, I, Scott Brooks has obviously made a commitment to these veterans, and they want to win games. But Denny, I think, could be a lot more of a difference maker than he's been given an opportunity to show. Anthony, are you worried? Is this a sign of things to come? Is Denny just – is that some point in the season? Are we just going to see Denny chilling on the bench like Troy Brown? Denny is entering what we see Troy Brown is entering, what we see, uh, you know, more so of Garrison Matthews losing his minutes, what we see Isak Banga lost his minutes. Um, you know, Amo Wagner and Alex Len, they're not, they don't have guaranteed minutes, so no one has guaranteed minutes on, on this team. Hal Netto got 24 minutes just because he's the primary backup now as Smith is out, but no. Um, I won't be surprised if we see Denny sitting some games soon, whole games. So this is not surprising. Um, I saw it going this way after, after giving the kids six, 16 games to start in, um, this is taking his confidence completely away. And this is, uh, this is definitely, um, not good for his self-esteem, not good for how he, um, really for his play, for his game through the, uh, how far he's come along through that time, 16 games, he looked so comfortable out there. Uh, playing with his teammates, playing his type of ball, fast-paced, um, playmaking type, very, very active um, on the glass. And no, it's um, it's going. His minutes keep going down, and I won't be surprised if he's uh, he can he continues to have a sort of obsolete role, or if he can, or if he has some games where he's sat all all game. Um, Anthony Gill, Troy Brown Jr., uh, Jerome Robinson, they might not even be on the team. They might as well not even be on the team right now because they just they, they see no time whatsoever. God, I hope we, can, we can't put Denny in that bunch yet. He just turned 20 years old, and that would, that would absolutely break my heart. But look, there's no question that Denny out there should be playing 20, maybe even more minutes a game. But I will say one thing that I have noticed about Denny, and obviously I'm no psychologist, I'm not – I'm not, I'm not great at reading, reading body language, but he gets really dejected easy. And obviously I think I would too, as a 20 year old NBA player, but to me, I see other guys on the wizards bench, like Mo Wagner constantly on the bench and Bradley Beal made fun of uh, Neil from, from uh, who, who covers the wizards as well for making, for, for questioning the wizards about their clapping on the bench. Right. 
Mo Wagner is a guy who's constantly clapping on the bench. He's super energetic. Russell Westbrook as well. I would love if Danny Avdia did more of that. Like, make your presence known. If Scott Brooks is giving you 11 minutes, make those minutes count. Like, don't be afraid to shoot the ball if you get the if you if you get it. Because he has been hesitant at times. If you're not getting minutes, make your presence known by by clapping on the bench, bringing energy, doing the little things that like Mo Wagner does that makes him hard to miss. Like even when he's not playing, Mo Wagner is making somewhat of a difference. So. I would love if Denny did that going forward, but a shock to Denny, and I think as any 20-year-old will experience, on Monday night, he gets to play against LeBron James. The Wizards play against LeBron James. No Anthony Davis, but the Lakers are 22-9, a contender nonetheless when you have the best player on the planet on your team. Anthony, last game I predicted a win. You predicted a loss. I went optimistic for once in this podcast. There it goes. And here we go. Do we keep this train moving five in a row on Monday or what? Ben, I feel remiss if we don't bring up Rui before we talk about the next game at hand. Okay. Rui Hachimura, 17 points, seven rebounds, 37 points, five for 12 from the floor, three steals. Told Bradley Beal that he can guard five positions. Do we believe this? I love the confidence because there's not a lot of guys on this team that would even show that. Right? How many guys on this team have taken up? defensive assignments and called out the coach and said, like, I want to guard the best player on the opposite team. Like, we often see Bradley Beal get that assignment. I mean, we've seen him have to guard Jason Tatum. We've seen him have to guard, guard uh, you know, Damian Lillard. All these really good players that Bradley Beal's had to match up with. So I'd love if a guy like Rui stepped up and said on, on, on Monday, you know what, let me guard LeBron. Because who else is going to do it? There's no one else on this roster that can match up with his size. Rui's a big guy. Let me guard LeBron. I would love if Rui did that. So, yeah. Um, Rui had a fantastic game against Portland. The defensive side, he made a huge effort, and I love how Scott Brooks called him out in the locker room after and said, you know what, Rui, you made a huge difference defensively. The little things, getting getting your ball in the hand inside and, and contesting shots make all the difference. And when you're switching, to be confident, they can guard the smaller players. And kudos to Rui because <clears throat> there are plenty of guys in the NBA that can score the ball, and Rui's one of them. For him to separate himself against those guys, he's going to have to learn to play with some really solid defense, and the Wizards could use it, so... Yeah, that, that's something to, to be excited about going forward because Rui's potential and his ceiling increases so much more if he plays defense at a high level. So, right. yeah, I think I think he'll get that LeBron assignment on Monday. Right. My only my only response to Rui saying that is the same exact response that Bradley gave him. We're going to hold you to that standard now. You want to say it? Sure, that's great. Let's see it. Let's see it, pal. I, I want to see that against the Lakers, against the Clippers, against the Nuggets. And I love how he's taking that assignment because there's no one else on the team that really can, right? He's kind of the de facto guy in terms of guarding the Jimmy Butlers, the Kevin Durant's of the world, the LeBron James of the world, because he has that build. He's built like a, like a, he's built like an all-star, as weird as that might sound. Like he's 6'8", six, 6'9", six, super strong. Uh, he has all the length, super athletic it's like there's no reason for him not to be a good defender and he's obviously very smart his basketball IQ is through the roof as well that would be great he's got all the makings of a good defender so if the Wizards can get 17 and 8 from him with good defense I mean that's an all-star sort of caliber player and it obviously elevates the Wizards ability to win games going forward so I would love if Rui became their defensive anchor because that often falls on either your elite point guard or your elite center but some of the best defenders in the league are the Jimmy Butler's the Kawhi Leonard's of the world so if if Rui can mold his game in that way, make his make his the focus of his game defense, I mean, that would be amazing, right? And it's something that we don't even think about because Rui, his offense just comes so easy for him. But I would love that. So 
Let's move on to Monday, Anthony. Let's make a quick prediction before we let these guys go. Five in a row against LeBron or what? I'm going to go with no. I'm going to go with a loss. Keep the good luck train rolling. Hopefully, I continue to be wrong. Keep that five-game win streak going. Um, yeah, that's for me. I'm, I'm going to continue my uh, pessimistic streak. Hopefully, that will uh, that will continue the trend of, of me being wrong. How about you, Ben? I love the, I like the counteractive sort of... Uh, juju that we've been putting on the Wizards. I'll continue with the win streak then. The one key, obviously, besides containing LeBron somewhat, Montrez Harrell, he, he's a player that would, the, he's in the mold of a player that would give the Wizards fits. He's obviously has size, he's very energetic, good pick and roll player. He had 18 and 10 off the bench and uh, the Lakers' recent loss to the Heat. Mo Wagner, Alex Len, Robin Lopez, whoever it is, they need to keep that high energy contain the glass because mantra mantra zero is that sort of championship caliber player where he makes all the difference he can, he can give you 20 and 10 on any given night 10 and 15 he's that type of player so containing mantra zero that's the key to the game i think the wizards are going to prevail here nobody on that lakers team can come close to stopping bradley bill and i think i think russell westbrook's gonna have another good game so the wizards win five game win streak and we're getting one step closer to playoffs lockdown wizards fans we really appreciate you for listening it's a monday we hope you have a great week anthony anything else before we let these guys go guys we love you we appreciate you we always love rocking out with you guys monday through friday make sure to go do it if you already have not go subscribe to the lockdown wizards podcast and the lockdown podcast network and make sure to tune in tonight lakers 10 p.m tomorrow night the clippers 10 p.m thursday in denver nine back home minnesota at seven and sunday to finish up the week in boston at seven five games this week guys there's a lot going on on the lockdown wizards podcast this week a lot going on in, in, in the washington wizard world so yes guys make sure to tune in and Please enjoy the rest of your Monday whenever you may be listening, whenever you're tuning in to us. Uh, we hope we gave you your Wizards fix of the day. And yes, we cannot wait to rock out again with you guys tomorrow. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.